This podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. It's all about total human optimization. It's about being the best you that you can be. You know, if you're if you're in my kind of world, use your brain for everything. You know, it's your it's it, it's your it's, it's your athletic muscle. You know, is your, is is your brain. So in order to keep that running and to keep it going, you have to keep a healthy body. You have to work out and keep yourself at that optimum level if you want to be that amazing, awesome person. So on it has everything that you need. They have supplements. They have foods. They have everything to help you be the best you you can be. Um, I'm a big fan of the Alpha Brain, their their flagship um, item, and I also use their Shroom Tech Immune, uh, which is great for your immune system and just keeping you up top, uh, having that immune system rev as high as it can uh, during the day, fight off all the flus and colds, because uh, I cannot take a break from my voice because I have to do the show. Um, also, I love their kettlebells. I'm a big fan of that, but they are having a huge sale this weekend. 25% off supplements, 20% off foods, 18% off fitness, 30% off gear, and 40% off doorbusters, including the Werewolf Legend Bell. So just go to the link that we've got in this week's episode and click that banner, or the banner is also going to be on the homepage. So you click that banner, do your shopping, huge deal this weekend, take advantage of it, it's amazing, and you'll be help, uh, you'll help support this podcast, and if there's something else, if you're thinking, okay, what else can I do, I don't really, and I've already got supplements and whatever, what else can I do? I've got it for you, Amazon.com, this weekend's Black Friday, you're going to grab something, man, you're going to find some deals, just pick something up, don't go out. Don't don't deal with the people that are that are out there. It just insane. They they're out right now as this episode is being released. Like there are people out there shopping, and they're gonna be there all night into the next morning. Maybe maybe you like it. Maybe it's your thing. I I'm okay. I think it's weird, but this is America. You can do that. I'm avoiding it, and you should too. <laughs> do your shopping on Amazon. Click the button that uh, is on this week's episode or on the homepage. And just shop. It costs you nothing, and Amazon sends us back a little bit of the action so we can do more with this podcast, get more science going, have more people on, and just keep the operation running, okay? Um, that'd be great. So, like, seriously, Black Friday, it's, it's easy. It's easy, and you can just help support your boy and this podcast. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Have a great holiday weekend, everybody. Today in Space. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Today in Space for special Thanksgiving slash Turkey Day, or as my grandfather so happily put it, uh, Hippie Turkish Day. Uh, we're here. Uh, so if you're if you're uh, on the road for the holiday, going to see family or friends, or you're just at home and wanting to relax and enjoying your weekend, uh, welcome. We're super pumped to have you with us. We're gonna have 
a very cool episode today. Where, uh, I have the assistant back on. Thank you very much. Uh, good to be back. I was yeah. away for a little while, but uh, finally back in town. So, yes, it yep. just it worked out. Perfect weekend. Absolutely. For it. So, uh, yeah, we're here today to talk about more space business because it's it's been a while. We, we it has it has been a while. You know, there's just uh, so many things happening. You know, in between my, you know, starting my new job, which is one of the things I'm very thankful for. Um, it's just getting it, get, trying to make it work. You know, everyone's busy. Everyone's got stuff to do, and you. You do the best with what you can. I mean, it's to get frustrated about it. Nah, I mean, it's don't normal, bother. But yeah, it's it's a waste of your time. It's, it's just you know? the way it is. You know. Yeah, it's the the dreaming. You know, the, what is it? The fear of missing out. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, forgetting our something. Our generation, my generation, has that big time. Yeah, you're not so, alone. You're not alone. I mean, yeah. a lot of it. It's it is a lot that people want to. Oh, I didn't finish that 100. percent I didn't get that mm-hmm. complete. Uh, it wasn't exactly in the order you wanted it to be. You oh, know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's okay. Well, it's, it's the struggle. I mean, it's a, I mean, if you're out there and you're trying to become a better version of you, you know, or the version of you that you want to be, you know, you're going to go through a ton of stuff. Like, you know, this past week, I, I kind of hit a wall with uh, adjusting to, to working again full time. Sure. You know, uh, it, was, it was a rough, very uh, rough, rough as in what I'm trying to say is, my sleep schedule is just right. all out of wax, and it's my body's like, oh my god, he's, he's serious. This is really happening. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do this five days a week. Uh, so <laughs> it's true, you know. Whenever you get a promotion, whenever you are are adjusting or learning to something new, whatever it is, doesn't even matter what it is, um, it happens every time. Yeah, yeah. But just very thankful to to be here doing an episode, having you as, as you guys here listening. It's amazing. So thank you for coming. Um, and let's just talk about, and this, this has been a crazy week, two weeks. I mean, it's really been a crazy year for space altogether. A lot of exciting stuff. Tons of stuff happening. And, and I've, yep. I've been talking about on the show that we're in the middle of this next burst of what's happening. I mean, I think, I think everything that's happened in this past year, if you really look at it, has been this huge shift to really thinking that commercial space and just space travel in general is is happening it, it's it, it's it, it is without a doubt happening there's the no new, question the new the modern space race i guess is no question you know and and what happened this past week is is a testament to it blue origin the uh company the very secretive uh private space company that uh was started by jeff uh bezos bezos i i heard it said the other way yep the founder of, of amazon uh, they released a video of them launching their Blue Shepard rocket and landing it yep. after a, a test. Yep. Uh, so it was it was deemed the historic landing, which it is. I mean, it's True. it the fact that anyone's landing rockets is is a huge step forward in in space travel. It's necessary. I mean, if if and yep. that's the the new mentality is you know, reusability. That's what this is going to be. It makes sense. You can't. You can't. So, it's it's, it's kind of like driving your car every day, and every time you drive a car, you throw it out and buy a new one. Yeah. You know. I mean. You yeah. Just, yeah. It's just that's a that's the you can't do it. Right. On and on. Right. So. And I mean, not to say that the other rock like the other rocket systems or anything weren't reusable, but they really weren't. It, it reusability is is being able to use it 20, 30 times. Sure. You know. Um, sure. It's essentially recycling, you know. Right. And it, you know. Just, yeah, I just mean, being it, mindful of it that if we build this a certain way, then we only have to build it a few times, do a few repairs here or there. Right. And it makes complete Tweak sense. Tweak it, adjust yeah. it. 
new coatings, new stuff, new that, you exactly. know. So, um, I mean, so ideally, they want to make it like the airline industry where you're going to use the same plan for 10, 20 years, sure. you know, and then, you know, put it, put it, take it out of service and go on to the new ones. Right. So and that's if you the go ideal with, situation. If you go with the way SpaceX is doing it, landing them on, on refueling barges, wherever they right. are, right. then you can really have a, a quick turnaround like they do with airplanes. Sure. You know, I mean, <laughs> if, if we start doing like private, uh, you know, space traveling where we're doing like with airplanes, sure. you know, we're probably going to have, you know, whether it's, well, actually, no, th- those trips will be pretty quick, actually, if we do right. suborbital stuff, unless right. you're st- going for a stay in space, like right. if you're like in a, I don't know, like a space cruise in orbit. You sure. Know? Well, it's it interesting you brought up suborbital. We're going to get mm-hmm. into that in a minute here. Right. But yeah, and, and, and we'll go back to it. So, so one of the big things if that people have been talking about is, oh, Jeff Bezos, you know, landed a rocket before before Elon Musk and that right. you know, Blue Origins beat them to the punch. And that's a very, I don't want to say ignorant because not everybody keeps up with the space program and I'm not trying right. to make people feel bad. It's not sure. their fault, you know. Um, but it, it's... The, the the news that is saying that clearly has not been paying attention to what's actually happening. Right. More importantly, they, they don't really understand, like, what these individual... Ro- they're built for different purposes. So sure. they're two different rockets. Right. You know, um, the the rocket that SpaceX is trying to do is is doing suborbital and deep space stuff. So yeah, the rocket design difference. in itself is huge. I I read a number the other day or heard a number. Um, I don't take it for because I I could just be exaggerating, but the forces that the two different rockets are experiencing are completely different. The Blue Shepard Blue Origins rocket is a lot lighter, experiences way less speed as it's coming back down, and it doesn't take away anything from it because their system worked. It's just a totally different set. Like I think SpaceX's rocket, the Falcon 9, comes in at Mach 30, where um, the Blue Origins only comes in at Mach 3. You know, so it's 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 a completely different. It's a different approach. It's just it's someone just said, well, instead of beating the crap out of our our uh, vehicles, Mm -hmm. let's just slow it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think the difference, you know, it's like the difference between a a Prius and a and a like a Toyota Tundra or something like that. Right. You know, like that's the difference between Blue Origins rocket and right. SpaceX. Yeah. They're two totally different. They're two vehicles. totally different, and they're yeah. two different purposes. So, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's whether it didn't really matter who landed it first, as long and as that's it, the important thing. yeah, as long yeah. as it landed first. All right, it can be done. And that's what uh, the news is missing. They're thinking of it as just this this you know jump this oh something cool happened in space today right you know and then oh now we know what's going on instead of what they should be paying attention to which is okay what's next everyone's like oh they did it cool we're done i don't have to think about this anymore which is typical of space whenever it hits the news listen you you know know? like bezos's group and and elon musk you know elon musk was out there and and was obviously you know very visible but every time they did something everybody else learned you know, mm-hmm. all these other companies learned from what he was doing. Right. And even and, from Virgin Atlantic or whoever. You know, right. every time they did something, everybody learned from it and mm-hmm. made adjustments. And or should have. And that's so. one of the things that a lot of people discredit or, or don't even give credit to SpaceX is they're a very open company yeah, they're, they're, to the public. They well, are. Compared to Blue Origin, right. that nobody other than the people working at Blue Origin know right. what's going on. And you only find out when they release a video like this. I would, I'd be honest with you, I, I, I give Elon Musk... 
a ton of credit and guts to do what he does. Because mm -hmm. uh, I'd be honest with you, I, I would probably run it like Blue Origin runs it. You know, mm -hmm. where I'm not going to give away that information right. until we've already, you know, it's well, ours. You it know, takes, so. yeah, it takes, it takes a whole nother level of belief in what you're doing. I, right. I don't know the man. I don't know either people. But if I was going to just judge from the outside of what I've seen, the way SpaceX and any company that you really see, Tesla, um, any of those companies that Elon has backed, it's, it's more about what the mission at the end of the day is about right. and not so much like like Tesla giving away their patents to everybody so that they can right. work on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with SpaceX trying to do, visually showing all the tests and being completely open yeah, like, like NASA is, it's it's more about space travel and getting us into space and getting us to Mars, which is one of the initial goals, right. than it is making money. Right. You know, which is really what it's all about. And that's what this whole next part is with the Space Act is it's about privatizing the commercial industry of space. Right. And it's really, so it's really interesting because all of a sudden just you, it hits online that, oh, the Senate unanimously passed this act called the Space Act of 2015 and it happened like that, like instantaneously. So it's mm. like, okay, what just happened? Our government <coughs> has... They know, can't the agree what they're going to have No one coffee, can agree. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... No one can agree on anything. <coughs> yeah. But like that, this thing passes without any discussion. They're just like, yep, go, exactly. cool, pass it. So it's like, all right, so what is the Space Act of 2015? Right. How, did, how did it get passed so quickly? Right. I don't, we're not going to answer that question, um, but we're just going to go into it here real quick. Right. And, you know, uh, the whole bill will be available on this episode's link. You can go to it yourself. I think it's 20 pages. Um, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, that, I, that's real good. That's really good. <laughs> Yeah, the Affordable um, uh, Health Care Act was 3,200 pages. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so. It, it's, it's amazing. Um, and it's not what you'd expect it to be. And the more I've started reading about this, I, I, my opinions have changed from the beginning. I won't give it, give it away, but my opinions have, have changed from the beginning. Because at first, I was a little skeptical. I was like, okay... Uh, like, why did this pass so fast? Like, right. I, that's perfect. It, it, as far as yeah. like, I got some thoughts on that. Well, that, so. we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect, like, the perfect situation for for me as a space advocate is the government and the people saying yes, we need to do this, and right. that's what happened. Right. But now I'm like, all right, why did it happen? Why did it all of a sudden? Yeah. Any, any anytime anything passes unanimously in in uh, the House or the Senate or and uh, and we'll get you know it won't get vetoed and will be signed by the president, uh, you've got to say, hey, you know what's going on here and pay attention. So yeah, uh, you know, and it's yeah, it's it's just very strange. <laughs> let's let's yeah, be honest. So it is. so you know, at first you're like, okay, well then what is it? You know. Right. And really, if, if I'm going to give it an overview, and you tell me what you think, because sure. you've read it too, sure. or at least looked over it, I can't say I understand it completely, but yeah. the first look of it after reading it is that really what it is, is taking what the old, the last Space Act, which was the Space Act of 2010, right. and redefining everything so that we can actually have a commerce in private space travel. Right, there, there were a lot of holes. There were a lot of holes in, yeah, in the I mean, 2010 Yeah, I mean, one of the things I noticed, they had to change the vehicle that's said that this is what's traveling into space. They had to change it from space shuttle right. to space launch system right. because the space shuttle program ended in 2011. Right, exactly. So at the time, the last space act, and we still had space shuttle in there. So it's like, right. okay, so they went in there 
and from what I've read, did a very good job. Like they worked hand in hand with the space industry to write this up. Like right. me being uh, always reading all this news about all this stuff and kind of knowing a little bit of the jargon and the vocabulary, they're right on par with all of this stuff. Right. There's there's nothing in here that's like, why did they write it that way? It makes a lot of sense. Right. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know, outlining if a private company gets involved or if if private individuals, right. U.S. citizens get involved, this is what you're to expect. It, it goes about insurance because obviously insurance is a big part of it. It also talks about how um, the U.S. government is going to help, you know, push the space program forward, how, how they're going to assess, like, it, uh, what a private space company needs to buy for insurance. Right. You know, sure. and making sure that they're not paying too much, right. not insuring too much. And then the government knowing, okay, this is a reasonable loss, like a right. rocket failing right. or losing payload and saying, okay, these, this is what, you know, we can expect. Right. And I think it's a very, it, it did what I always hoped they would do. They, right. It seems like they passed uh, an act that, is it a bill? Uh, it, it is a bill. It is a bill, but it's... But they passed something that makes sense, and it... it it fits both sides. It fits the right. the conservative mentality of we need to make money at this and we need right. to promote a business structure. But it also has the the liberal aspect of it, which is exploration and and, right. and freedom and and people sure. being able to do what they want to do. And right. it's it's amazing. I, I, yeah. I'm I'm really impressed with this. Yeah, it, it definitely. Uh, how do we put it? it definitely, um, you know, it solved a lot of problems in the previous bill. The 2010 bill, where you know, we'll, something we'll have to discuss a little bit. But um, before I get into it, I kind of want to give it a little bit of an analogy so people can grasp mm. the potential of it. Mm-hmm. Back about 20 years ago, 15, 16 years ago, we'll put it in that way. They used they were selling private cell phone licenses where the government for 500 bucks was giving you the ability to create your own private cell phone industry you know, your business, your own company, all right? Most people don't remember it because it wasn't really well known. But what happens for $500, you could literally get your own license to start your own cell phone company. And obviously we know today we've got Verizons, the AT&Ts, the Sprints and everybody else, Mm -hmm. and T-Mobiles and all these others. And they've made billions and tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars on it. This in essence, this bill, the Space Resource Exploration and Utilization Act, which stands for space, which I was, right. I was like, oh, that's where Space Act came from. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. So, but uh, typical space fashion, right? You know, coming up with, you know, the longest names we the can the longest up with. names and putting it into a simple word. Oh my God! You know? you know, so so of 2015. So this is the beginning, like it was then. In mm. the bill, it does afford individuals to get licenses. Mm-hmm to go into space and do other things. So, um, and just a reminder to everybody is that, uh, you know, nobody really controls space. You know, it's Which, really- interestingly, interestingly enough, uh, let's go to the last page yeah. here of the- Yeah, there is there They is actually note. put in there, uh, you know- it, it is the, yeah. yeah, it is the sense of Congress, the sense, not the law, but the sense of Congress that the enactment of this act, the United States does not therefore assert sovereignty or sovereign or exclusive rights <clears throat> or jurisdiction over or over or ownership of any celestial body. So the U.S. is not able to have ownership, but in the paragraph before it, mm-hmm. it says a United States citizen engaged in commercial recovery of asteroids, etc. It goes on and on. It's, it says that you can 
become an owner. You can own it. You can own the resources. You can own the resources. Which is, I think, that's the biggest... Um, something we so, discussed so let's, a while back. Let's, right. We had discussed yeah. this before on the show. You know, if, if space mining, asteroid mining becomes a thing to get resources, you know, how are they going to do this? And that's what part of this Space Act of 2015 entails, right. which because a commercial aspect, a reason a private company or individual would want to go into space is to bring back something of value. Right. Why are they, they going to do business if they can't make money, right? So what this starts to do, and it's a very good start, is describe everything so that then uh, legislature can be passed, government st- uh, uh, business structure can be put in place, lawyers right. can come in. That's right. So this is this is a way of working with NASA and the space, the private space industry, right. and saying this is how we're going to do business. Yeah, the government does not have the money to do this on their own, or the expertise, or willing to take the risk. Yeah. Where. Private individuals and private corporations will take that risk mm-hmm. and do it, but they they obviously wanted to limit the amount of losses that a company could have, sure. because then it just doesn't become a viable business. So they want people to right. go up there and gather those resources mm-hmm. and then bring them back. Now I just want to remind everybody out there that if you launch from the United States, you're under the U.S. guidelines regulations. If you're launching from Russia, you're under their guidelines. If you're launching right. from China. Australia, wherever space, you launch. The original space. The original treaty. space, yeah. right. So you're under their guidance, their regulations. So uh, they're all different. Mm-hmm. So so in essence, if you had your own island, I guess, then you would be under your own freedom to do what you wanted, mm-hmm. right? But Now, let's let's go into another thing. Now, sure. one thing to notice, so we don't sound like ignorant Americans, sure. is this is only for United States citizens and for how the right. U.S. conducts space. Now, right. there isn't another space act out there there like, there isn't a a, a world the, because, no not because yet. space travel is a world industry right so it's a very interesting place that the u.s government has now put themselves in which we're saying hey you guys want to go go right and based on you know we will we have to create a structure for you to go right because we're responsible based on that space act that's what it right. seems there is another so, there is an agreement so what's the rest of the world going to see this as right. There, you know, there is an agreement. You've got big players like China, right. Russia, Europe, um, that now they can decide what they're going to do. I think a big thing, and, and there's been reports out there that uh, Russia and China are going to work together on a moon base. Right. So there's that. That's what it seems like the the rest of the world wants to do is 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 take the training ground to an orbital body near us, which is the moon. Sure. Sure. And and work on on moon bases out there, and then they will have the front of the line col- colonization technology, right. they, or jumping point, or jumping point. They, they'll right. be able to put people in space in a fixed location, right. create um, yeah, uh, a rest area, a rest really, area. A rest I'm area. trying to think Just of a, a cooler science yeah, way to say yeah. that. Um, a refueling rest, up, uh, you know, kind of. I don't know a, a space station right. or a space base, right? You know. They're going to have space-based technology, right? You know, and it's going to be—they're going to be at the front. So that's that's where they're putting their right thing, their horses. And right. then now we're saying, all right, well, let's go get resources because there's only a limited amount on the Earth, right? So instead of fighting for it, right, let's have our people. If they want to go get it, right? Send them. Well, we, in a send pre- them, and in then you know we can take a bit of the action because because sure. we got to take the risk as a country. Yep. You guys are going out there. It's it's our ass in the line. Right. So give us a little bit of the action when you get back. In a previous show that we did, that we discussed the fact that that as you know, I've invested in the resource industry for twenty years, 
And the reality is that China and Russia have been over the last 20 years, have been slowly, quietly. Well, this is this is based on stuff that you've researched. That this, I've done. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This I know. I'm just making it clear for the people at home. This is totally on me. This yeah, is totally on me. Yeah, right. this is your, this is what you've seen. Because uh, I know this. I just right. want to make sure. Yeah. yeah it's in my <laughs> yeah. industry, right? Yeah, you've, a, you've just, you've been in this for a good, of, of 20 years. 20 yeah. years. Yep. So this is what you've seen. This is what, right. from your experience, this right. is what, what you are seeing. And it's, it's not, I mean, you can look it up online. It certainly is, mm-hmm. is available. I mean, uh, Uranium One, which is a company that was uh, an American-based company, was purchased by Russia. And it's all uranium. It's nuclear power is mm-hmm. what it is, you know. And so uh, China owns about 90% of the world's um, trace minerals, you know, the stuff that goes into cell phones, the stuff that goes into making windmills. Right. Uh, those, I mean, they, they just quietly uh, went out and purchased ownership of these companies. Well, I mean, it's... it's To the point where, like, Australia stopped, like for, stopped them from doing it because they just didn't want to give up the ownership of their, their resources, sure, which makes sense. Sure. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's it's... There's always going to be some kind of, you know, you got to secure your your finances. You right. know, for some people, it's buying a home for. Right. But then when you get to that next level, like a country, yeah, resources is the next big thing. I mean, yeah. it, it, and especially now that everyone's realizing the limited nature of one planet, we see it with you know the climate change stuff right. and everything that's really been the focus of a lot of people's thought is is the planet. Right. And that's what the space industry. And just space travel can can get that that worry, right. that stress out of humankind. Is if we put ourselves somewhere else, then we can kind of be like, okay, we can worry about other things because right. a lot of wars, a lot of stuff like that that happen on Earth are because of a lack of resources. If you look into history, if that's you have a resources, lot. you have power and control. It's you have it's wealth. A, it's a huge thing, and then it's what you do with it. Right. You know. I'll, I'll, um, I'll give for instance one of the other big problems in the resource industry. Strictly from the resource industry point of view, I'm not saying it's right or wrong here. I'm not getting into the politics of it. Is that it's been it's been very costly to to do mining on Earth because of the environmental rules, the regulations. Uh, you know, people once even after you've started, the environmentalists will come in and and cause you to shut it down. So that all costs money. Mm-hmm. And so um, for a lot of these mining companies and a lot of these resource people or even individuals, it's going to be a lot better to go off the planet. And go go somewhere else where they don't have all those guidelines. They don't mm-hmm. have everything else. There's no human beings out on that asteroid right. where you can just you can go ahead and mine it and then bring the resources back. So, and the, but the fact is, we went back for a second. We talked about how this passed unanimously. Mm-hmm. The reason why it passed unanimously, unanimously <coughs> in my opinion, is that they know the politicians know that they have a resource problem here in the United States. We have one. We have a mm-hmm. huge one. So you know what? There's no downside to it. Let's turn the people loose. And I think and that's loose. the big so, that's the big thing. And, and right. you got to give credit to the people who are at the head of the space industry right now, both the government side and the private side. Right. That they had they had the foresight to say, "Okay, we need to sell this. We need to sell this right. to everyone, including the politicians, and and tell them something that they need to know." Right. And and it's something that scientists don't necessarily do right off the bat because they're all about the science and, right. and exploring the universe and nature, right. figuring out how it ticks and not focusing on if we want to keep doing that. We've got to, these are the people we need to sell. Right. And they've really sold everybody on this. The last, they've really done a great job. I mean, right. between the way that NASA is allocating its resources by making the private industry want to right. get involved, um, the the way they're approaching their media is is very good. They've they've taken the internet 
by storm and they've done a great job with their missions promoting it so that people are it's always in their ear pluto the new horizons mission yep. has been a glorious success right like everybody has seen those pluto pictures or at least is aware right. that we went to pluto true that that's a huge accomplishment and with this space act it seems like they've really done a good job the reason it passed unanimously is because people work together to get it to this point and i think right. that's the the big thing now a lot of it is you know, just fixing past errors. So it's not like this big monumental change. It's not going to, it's not something that is going to change the way we do space business. But it's like giving, it's like teaching, it's putting the resources to teach a fisherman how to, teach someone how to fish. Right. But not giving them the pole. It's like, listen, it's it's hard. You're going to have to figure this out. Right. Like, but if you want to do it, it's like a parent saying, hey, if you want to do this after school, if you want to do this sport, if you want to get into this because you're really passionate about it, right. here you go. Like, right. you can do it if you want it. It's there. Yep. And that's what this, I feel like it did. Like, the, for instance, another part of this is that the International Space Station is now being funded under this act another right. four years. So it's going right. to be put up to 2024 because they, the people that were involved said, no, that is very important. That international right. partnership that testing bed in space. So so my huge. so my question to that mm-hmm. as I read that was like why another 4 years? Why not it was is originally like you said mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. Why 2024? Why is it that they need basically 9 more years? Because they have a plan for something else. Well, they have they have a plan for something else and they need they still need the use of mm-hmm. that international space station until that point. Why not extend it for 10 years? Well, you that's know? that's because that's that that was probably, and this is just me thinking, but that was probably some kind of uh, what's the word? Not when they kind of both, with both sides, decide. Okay, this is good for me, and this is good for me. Compromise. Right, right, comp- it was a compromise right. to get it passed. I think. I think saying four years was a good way to say. Okay, gives right. us more time. These are the missions that we could do, and this is X that we're going to get out right. of it. Ten is pushing it because after twenty twenty, I think. Basically, the 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 rate it was built for, how long it was supposed to last, right, is coming up, and that's why they would end right. it being there. But it's so important so, I mean, right from, now, especially right. down the road with the space launch system, which is gonna gonna get us to Mars, and that's right. now a part of NASA's actual plan. I, so the International yeah, Space Station is right. testing all those technologies to get us there. True, and it gives a testing bed for the private industries to launch off right. and dock. If they, if they, the U.S. So the, the U.S. Sorry, the, the International Space Station is like the place where these private industries have a place to go to. Right. So giving an extra four years at least gives them the resources to plan to then get it pushed right. up again. Right. I think that's four was okay. This is good. I'm good here. We can right. deal with that. Let's work with it. Yeah. I, to me, they just needed nine more years to build that base. On, I'm sure they on, would have loved on it. the moon or somewhere else. Right. You know, that's that's what it is. Or they're going to build on their own or something like. Well, that. I or think they, what's going to happen if I read the because I'm going to get into soon the the journey to Mars, the actual details of what NASA wants to do. Um, from what I understood, we're going to use the International Space Station until a certain point, and then take the resources that were going to that which right. is a huge part of the budget, and focus it again on Mars. So right. that's the next place is, is maybe building a space station to send to orbit Mars. Right. So that way they have an, an international space station around Mars right. so that they could send stuff down, they could work with the stuff and the satellites that are on Mars, 
and kind of communicate back and forth. Right. And that I think that that's where everything's going at the right, at, right now. Yeah. You, you know? know, I mean, I you know, I kind of want to give everybody out there who's kind of like not sure about whether this is going to come true or not, give you kind of a timeline. Because there's a there's an act that's referenced again, this this bill was simply a correction to the 2010. But it does reference some points, like it talks about the International Space Station Intergovernment Agreement, Intergovernmental Agreement, uh, so between the, the multiple governments that are using sure. the International Space Station. The date of that agreement was signed back in January 29th, 1998. Mm-hmm. So we've already done it's 17 years. That was years. right before we were uh, putting human, humans on the International Space Station right. like in, in our ISS. Right, so the, there's a total commitment here to doing this to going out into space. It's mm-hmm. going to happen whether anybody believes it or not. Right. So the fact that this that that agreement was signed 17 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, means that okay, this is a long-term plan. It's going to happen. Sure. You know, and they they're going to progress through that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the reasons the purposes that references in this act says that you know, they want to get people out out of the earth and out into space. Mm-hmm. And that's really the goal of this is to get the get the human race out into space. Yeah. And that's really one of the main goals here, mm-hmm. you know, is, is that. And this is just a piece of that puzzle. Yeah. So uh, so timing wise, I mean it goes back and it, it does it does do a lot of, you know, different different aspects. It does there are different aspects that I'm always like, well why did they do that? Why do that? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter for our purposes. Right. But there are some interesting words I wanted to bring up. It talks about geospatial technology, which is seeing, measuring, and analyzing. That's what geospatial means. So, uh, did I say it right? Did I say spatial? Geospatial? Sure, so, sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Huh? Technology. So, it talks about geospatial technologies, in case you, some of you out there might be interested in, you know, it's videotaping, viewing, analyzing, measuring, analyzing what it is. And, and you know, going kind of relating this back to NASA, right? NASA is, like we talked about this before, to me, NASA is going to be the transportation center mm-hmm. for everybody launching and everybody doing things. And so they're going to collect, they're going to have the licensing, the permitting. It goes, this does go through the Department of Transportation, just so you guys know. Yeah, there, there's a bunch. It, it's very interesting because basically right. what's happening, and it, and it kind of fits in, and we, you're right. I mean, right. I, when, when I first started reading this, all I could think of was, was how you said they're going to be the toll booth for go, going into that's the sky, what it is. you know? Which is one way to think about it. That's for right. sure. That, that's one aspect. The um, other I mean, one for is... me, for me, the way I I saw it was that I've always seen the way we're going to progress into space way more like Star Trek than Star Wars. In the idea that NASA is going to be like the Federation, where there's you know a, a federation of planets and people and sure. and different races, but yep. in our in our you know, thing. Yep. it's it's yep. just the United States, but basically is is saying, okay, we've done this. We'll we'll show you how to get there. Just follow our rules. It's like the FAA or sure. anything. You yeah, know, it's that's like, all it is. It's they're just an agency right. to help make sure that these companies can do what they're supposed to do: provide right. the safety, provide yeah. the services. And I mean, it's you know, all the airlines awesome. when they fly, there's a there's a highway that they're on. All the, there's, a path, yeah. there's a path you have to yeah. go to, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's what they're going to create. They, that's right, a, that's another part. They don't of want the everybody flying everywhere, you know. It's, so it's creating a whole bunch of uh, different jobs in different sectors, and and it goes back to what I've said many times that I really do believe that every, almost every career or or job or profession that we have on Earth 
we can have that same one in space. You know, there, it's being, you know, in the space agency doesn't mean you have to be an astronaut or an engineer or a scientist. Right. Like, you, you can be a space plumber. You know, you, you can be uh, a space doctor, a, a space politician in, in this regard. I mean, we're, we're talking, there's going to be a whole other department of transportation dealt with that only deals right. with uh, suborbital and space sure. travel. Sure. You know, and there's going to be uh, flight plans and, and flight traffic right. and, and all that stuff. Like, yep. it's, it's infinite. It, it's it's, it's going to fractal as soon as we get out to space. There's going to be so many different avenues and jobs and careers. And I mean, it, it's a, like, like you said before, there's almost no risk in this. Like, it's just a win-win. And I think right. that's a part of the reason it passed so quickly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's just like, do what, it. What's, what's, what could go wrong? Yeah, I mean... I to say, to, well, I shouldn't say that out loud, but, right. well, you know, some, it's not doing wrong. anything, right. so that's, <laughs> it's not that yeah. big a deal. But Yeah, to me, NASA, you know? NASA was going to become the licensing tow booth, charging in, charging out. There's an interesting reference in here that they have launch vehicles and re-entry vehicles. So they're going to tell us, they're telling us that well, we're going to have vehicles that are just going to be for launching and other vehicles that are just going to be for re-entry. They're going to have to... Well, I mean, the launch vehicle is like the Falcon 9, right? Right. right. And the re-entry vehicle is the Dragon. Right. It's the one on top. Right. So like the space launch system is is the, the rocket space launch system and then the Boeing Orion system on top. So right. The Orion system is the re-entry. Right. The SLS is what launches you out, right? So, and what they're so trying that, to, that could be two different companies. In that's fact, right. most of the time, it's two different companies. That's right. So they're that. trying to define those things, is what they're trying to exactly. do. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to give you some of these other words because they're going to come <laughs> up and discuss uh, a abiotic, a b i o t i c resource, abiotic resource, which is right underneath the asteroid resource category, uh, which means not living. So abiotic means not living. So you're allowed to. You're going to go out there and you're mm -hmm. going to be allowed to mine abiotic resources. Right. So uh, then they, they... Which is a very interesting... Uh, like, that's how you know people of science were involved in the making of this bill. Because that would not be in there otherwise. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Like, yeah, there's more here. There's more yeah. here too. You know, the, the, it, But then it gives you an inclusion. It actually says, mm -hmm. all right, yeah, you can't do any living stuff. But if you find water or m certain minerals have certain living... Um, uh, components to them, mm -hmm. then yes, then you can mine those too. So you mm -hmm. can mine water and you can mine, because obviously it could be frozen and you could melt it and you it's could do a bunch of other things. So yeah, so it was very interesting from that perspective that it used that that terminology. Um, there's some other words here. Give me a second here. So, oh it, yeah, and it's, oh, here's that other one. Um, you know, missions that extend human presence beyond the low Earth orbit. You know, so that's one of the things that it talks about. You know, right. so uh, so definitely want to get human yeah, beings. Yeah, what it seems like is they're they're almost setting goals here for companies to shoot for. Right. That's what it sounds like a lot of these are is right. is saying okay, these are the different mission stuff you can shoot for. Which for me, in my head, the way I see that is what you what you're bringing with you, right. what kind of technology you bring with you on on a mining event. You know, just those two alone, you're going to be bringing something you can mine and store and return. Right. But you're also going to be adding uh, sensors to look for life. Because if you do find it, uh, like like you have written on these notes, right. it's another dollar sign. 
you know, well, I got dollar company, signs all you know, up and down these notes. That's you more see money. Notes, so right? so <laughs> it's, it, but the cool thing is that's actually working in tandem with science and, and right. the adventuring through space. So like I said, the more I read this, the more excited I get because even though some people could be like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't know why, but capitalism is such a dangerous word to use around in this area. Yeah. It's like, do you guys know the definition? It's like, if you're ready. But anyways, yeah. it's like, this is a great combination of the making money side, the business side, right, and the science adventure, the I shouldn't I shouldn't separate science, right. shouldn't, but the the wide eyed view of exploration right. and combining the two and making it so that we can both go there, right, right. You know, it's working together. With, it's, the, it's the, the, listen, the government's not going to be able to go out there unless private industry paves the road and gets there. Well, they got the know, money. They well, they have the guts to do it. They're willing mm-hmm. to. They're willing not to. All right, we, we've tested it once or twice. Let's take a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Where you know, in the, so in 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 the government environment, you're more apt to test it six hundred, seven hundred times right. before you even do it. Well, you know, we're not willing to wait that long, right? You know, right. Let, let's and, let, and and you know, then then you go into what I really love about the private industry, and it's allowing innovation to work. And and like most things, when they first start out, anything that I've been involved in in my career so far has been. Stuff at the very beginning where the pay isn't, you're not getting paid no. great money. You're not getting paid, I'm working at a corporation money. Right. But the reward you get is the innovations you get to do and, right. and the way you get to take the project to whatever lengths that you can get it to. Right. Instead of when you, sometimes when you get into a corporate structure, it's very, this is what you can do. Here's right. your line. Yeah, it's and all just about go through it as fast and as efficiently right. as possible. Right, the larger corporations, a lot of times, and Elon Musk kind of referenced this in his comments back a few months ago, when uh, you know they had the problem, we had a couple of rockets that didn't perform mm-hmm. the way they weren't, but yet when they were a small company, they performed just fine. Right. So uh, the biggest complaint with large corporations is the process. Is basically the process becomes more important than the results, mm-hmm. the customer. You know, right. it's so, and that's where large corporations get into trouble and eventually fail. Mm-hmm. It's all about process, covering your butt, you know, right. doing all that kind of crap versus getting the results, progressing, mm-hmm. helping people, taking care of your customer, right. you know, so. Uh, so here's one of the other new other words out there, small sats, small sats, S-A-T-S mm-hmm. at the end, small satellites, it's just mm-hmm. an abbreviation. But it's interesting, in this sentence here, it says the assessment of risk to space travel space traffic management associated with small sats and any necessary government coordination government coordination for their launch and utilization to avoid congestion in orbital environment and to improve improve space situational awareness so you know they're basically you know you you have the you know the FAA that controls. You can be in this sector. You can be in this road. Right. This high. That's that's what they're doing here. Right. Right. So so, so basically, if if I was going to take a spin at that, <clears throat> basically, you know they're they're going to have to be aware. I mean, if you've never seen it, you've got to look at the picture of how many satellites are in orbit at any time. Right. <clears throat> it's a little deceiving because the size of the dots make the satellites look like they're really close together, which they're not. They're not right. Um, but really there's, there's a cloud, almost a dust cloud of satellites around our planet. Right. So we can't just start launching people into space without knowing right. where they are. And I think a big thing, great idea out there, you heard it here first, but, um, having some kind of system that has all of those things in real time around you. And I think that's what they're pointing, what they want to do as a, right. as an agency is 
make sure that when anyone's in space, just like flying an airplane on Earth, right. we need to know where everything else is in the sky right. at any time to avoid any disasters. Right. You know, um, and and that's that's going to be something that's necessary. It's going to have to be done, which is going to take all these different organizations that right. put satellites up there. It's going to take an international partnership at this point, because <coughs> yep. this is not simply flying over Ohio. Right. This is this is you're flying around the Earth. Right. <coughs> there are t- dozens of countries and companies like satellites up there from decades. There are some up there that don't even operate or have operators right. anymore. Well, it's funny you say that because to me, I think one of the, never mind the resource industry and the mining and everything and like that, I think that's huge, huge. But here's another industry, and remember, you heard it here first, so you got to give the assistant credit here, right? So <laughs> so it says in this, in this sentence here, it says, the assessment of current statutory authorities granted to Federal Communications Commission, we'll talk about that another time, in the, in the Department of Transportation and the Department of Commerce, all right, business, commerce, right? Whenever you hear the word commerce, is applies to specific traffic management in orbitable, or, orbitable debris mitigation. Orbital debris mitigation. mitigation. So what, what it's telling us is that they're going to need someone in a company to be up there, and you're going to have to basically clear out the crap. You're going to be the trash collector you know, up there in space where you're going to say, this isn't working anymore. It's orbiting around. Grab it. Take it out, recycle it, reuse it, whatever else there is. Yeah, that's how so, I got out of that. That's the way I got out of it. So the debris mitigation. So they're actually going to be up there. There's going to be some companies up there that are actually going to be clearing, clearing the road, you know, and, and clearing out the debris that's in the way up there. Because any any floating debris in space is a problem. So um, I don't know. Orbital debris debris mitigation to me doesn't necessarily say get it out of the way. That's a totally different operation. See, to me, I think it is, and no. I'll, I'll tell you why. Orbital, I, I would say orbital debris mitigation is like quality assurance and and minimizing risk in the fact that they're just going to keep track, like I was saying before, right. keep track of orbital debris. Because the problem with with collecting or trying to destroy or remove any kind of trash you're going to bring up a whole nother risk factor of how, like, your approach needs to be that if you fail, you need to be able to dump out and screw and, and put that where it's destroyed right. safely. Because you can't just, you, actually, you can't just dump and screw. You you need to, if if it fails, do as little to it as possible right. so that it doesn't, because it's it's not just dropping down. It's going to be orbiting through. Right. And then going down, and you got to make sure it lands somewhere. Well, the, the, safe. So that's, that, see, that to, to me, me is to, is see, not. Is see, that's not, not the way I yeah. took it. To me, I took this as this is an opportunity, just to put an analogy in mm-hmm. it. This is an opportunity for the tow truck in space. Mm-hmm. This is the opportunity for you know metal recycling right. for energy recycling. You know, these a lot of yeah. these have well. And you know, I think that's what's interesting is you, that... Hold I on think, a second. And, and you bring ahead, it to the moon. You bring it, you know, the moon, there's a moon place. You bring it to the moon, you have it redone. And, and Because there's radiation, there's other issues that have come up with the metal that's absorbed over the time that it's been up there. And so, and there's, sure. there is, there are methodologies that, that we've got to give the French credit uh, from, again, back to the metal to resources mm-hmm. here, that the French have developed to, to de-radiate metals and mm. stuff to k- take the radiation out of them. So... So to me, this is a whole new industry that they're going to need, that they're going to need the tow trucks. This mm-hmm. thing's not working anymore. Go right. get it. 
take it away. You can mm-hmm. recycle it. We do whatever you want with it. Right. Et cetera, well, et cetera. I, I think it's I think it's a very interesting. I think what just happened here was what I think is going to happen in the future with this act is that you took it from the business side right. of oh I see an opportunity here. That's right. Of what they're missing. What what their the right. necessary evil they is. They may here. not see it that way. Right. They and may I think not that's have written the, it that way. And that's what's gonna be very interesting about this is companies are gonna look at this and say, Oh, right. like there's a need here. See, I, it's funny because you took it as we need something to take it somewhere and put it somewhere and there's a whole industry just collecting trash and waste. Absolutely. Where I saw it as there's gonna be a whole department within an organization that's gonna work on on preventing risk. Right. You right. know, so but but but, but to me, preventing risk totally is take it away. Yeah, and that's, two, that's get it out of the way. That's two totally different aspects that a business could take. Right. Whether it's creating a department in their own, true, or someone starting up their own company. Right. To so this is what I think is most impressive because we gotta we gotta I'll close it out. Yeah, we're running out of time here. So this Space Act of 2015 is very very impressive, and I want to congratulate everyone who's been involved to get this through. I think it's one of the best things that um, <laughs> the government has done in the last uh, decade, at least, um, as far as passing something that really does give everybody an opportunity to get involved. Doesn't step on anyone's toes yep. or make there. it difficult for anybody. Right. From what I can tell, they've done a great job with this, and uh, yep. I'm, I'm proud that we're stepping forward with this. And again, taking another step towards getting there so listen it was a good build to that corrects <coughs> a lot of the problems from the previous bill because there were too many gaps there are probably three or four other gaps that i see here mm-hmm. that they didn't address at all right but something we can discuss another time yeah you know so definitely well everybody thank you i hope uh if you're on the road or flying uh fly safe drive safe get home see your family and your friends and uh have a great week and we'll be back uh, next week, remember, go to uh, Amazon.com, the link in this episode or on the homepage, uh, and do your shopping. It's it's Black Friday tomorrow. So Absolutely. If you got anything you want to buy online, please use our link, and all that money will come and support the show and the science that we're going to be doing forward here. <coughs> oh, God. Anyways, uh, we're also sponsored to uh, by Onnit uh, and uh, human optimization and everything, healthy brain needs a healthy body so take care of yourself and go out there uh the biggest sale of the year on all their stuff so go check that out um thank you for everyone who's used it already helping support the show and do all this great stuff assistant the assistant thank, thank you for coming thank on. you thank you very much for having me back it's great having you same here thank you uh everybody oh, hey, congratulations on your one year you know? oh thank you very much so. thank you uh, we've got a whole bunch left so that's right have a great weekend everybody peace out